Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. We are retaking the first, like, three minutes or something like that because there was a weird technical difficulty. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that we're wearing different clothes for the first three minutes. And Mm -hmm. I hope that we have improved in the last couple days. We recorded this on, what, Thursday? Um, And now it's Saturday. So hopefully we look better like we just keep making improvements but um mm. i kind of doubt that's the case for me at least would, would this be a good time to say that i forgot to brush my hair today is there ever a good time <laughs> to say that <laughs> <laughs> like we've made improvements and all i'm sitting here like i did not brush my hair yeah, you're like uh. that didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so, uh, that being said, there was news that we discussed on Thursday that I guess we'll rediscuss, um, and pretend like it's new and, and exciting. Um, what was some of the news, Sarah? Um, well, you found some interesting articles on viewership ratings or, yeah, is it viewership ratings or is it? Yeah, viewership well, numbers in relation to ratings and reviews, or sure. Well, yeah, there's a couple of different things. Uh, first off, Andor is uh, being critically acclaimed. Everyone loves it who watches it, mm-hmm. um, except for people who are foolish. And uh, otherwise, uh, it's not getting many views. It's like everyone's like, "This is amazing!" Like I've had a few videos like that on YouTube. I know that it's just like people are like, "Oh man." such a good video like everyone says that you know and i don't that's not like the unanimous thing people say on on in the comments mm-hmm. you know they but sometimes they're like this is amazing and i'm like there are no views yeah why it's... why did that mess up it seems weird doesn't it yeah like like i mean obviously there's some views because these people like it but it's like I don't know what's going on. Like, people really like it. They're all, you know, have a really high, um, you know, upvote rate. I, I have all the things, you know, lots of comments per how how many views. And it's just like, no one's watching it. And, and or, I don't think it's the exact same thing. It's not some algorithm probably. But, um, like, the people who are watching it love it. And in general, though, people don't like it. And I think you made a comment about it's maybe because it's a different type of Star Wars. Yeah, because I think when you think Star Wars, people more the majority of people think like lightsabers and blasters and spaceships flying through space and Yoda and like you think and Chewie like you think of all of these right. very specific the yeah. yeah very specific things and now you are in this kind of spy genre of Star Wars um, right well and it's not even like Princess Leia being a spy it's, it's right. just like a bunch of randos really like and if you're a casual fan you maybe liked Rogue One, or maybe you were like, I didn't sign up for this. Mm. Like, there's no there's no force. It's just the exact same thing that you're saying. Like, you know, only at the very end is there a lightsaber, which is Vader's, which is a very cool scene. Like, but but it's almost telling that the favorite scene of everyone's in Rogue One is the one with the lightsaber. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good point, too, because you were saying, um, like, a lot of people didn't really enjoy Rogue One either. So... If you don't it's, if you don't enjoy Rogue One, then you're not gonna watch a prequel on it. Right. Like a lot of Star Wars fans love it. The mm-hmm. casual fans are like, ah, it's just another action movie, but there's spaceships. Right. And everyone does. Mm-hmm. Yay Disney. Yeah, not a happy ending. Nope. No, pretty sad. So uh anyways, the it's kinda sad because there's a lot of shows that have gotten better ratings and some of it is probably competition, at least in the early parts. Like, of course, it came out at the same time at the end of the um, the Dragon Show and the mm-hmm. Ring Rings of Power, which are both pretty big hitters. Um, so it might suffer from that, but it's also it actually for at least one week it got more or got less views than She Hulk did. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, that that's actually something that I didn't say in the in the first take. Do you know which? Because uh, it, it's embarrassing. Because it, it's <laughs> it's a thousand times better than she. Like I, I have nothing against She Hulk, but it, it's not. To me, it's not even close to the level of enjoyment mm-hmm. I'm getting as, from from Andor. Do you know which uh, She Hulk episode that was? 
and Andor mm-hmm. episode. I'm curious because that is very interesting. I totally agree with you, by the way. Like, uh, I think Andor should have been. I don't know. I just feel like it would have been outperforming that She Hulk. That's surprising. That is very surprising. Yeah, I mean, it was just one stat, like one. You know, when I was looking at it, I was like, "Geez, that's that's pretty sad." Like, it's from just from one site as well. So may, maybe the numbers, did, but but I I looked at it and I was like embarrassed for for Andor. I was like, "Geez, how do you mm-hmm. how do you not outperform She Hulk?" But I, I think for the most part, it has outperformed it. But but yeah, it's it's really it's not it's not like the happiest show ever. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You know, hopefully season two. And well, and, and one of the things we discussed was maybe that's why they downsized like they got a glimmer of it right like yeah. maybe they caught a whiff of that of like well it's you know people like it but there's a lot of people who just wouldn't watch it and so that's why we're downsizing it from five huge seasons to mm-hmm. two seasons yeah it's like um when they do like a test pilot or whatever before they sign on the show and right. they easily could have changed their their tune or like when movies release they do like a test viewing and then they drastically change the ending based off the audience reaction it makes sense there's a lot of money going into it they should probably do some research so uh the other surprising thing though was rings of power well it wasn't surprising actually like it may might be surprising to some but Mm -hmm. we've talked about it a lot before like there's so many people who, who want to drown the rings of power like they don't they don't want it to be a thing and they decided this before the show actually aired um they decided that it was good and so you know these people have these big youtube channels and their viewers uh are being activated kind of to go and just downvote the show and it's super annoying like i've seen several like i, I've, I think i said I think I saw five different instances just casually. Like I wasn't even trying to find them, but like of people saying, "I didn't even watch this, but this smooth, but this show sucks." Which it's just like absolute mind-boggling to me. Like I have no words for it. I'm just like, if you don't right. want to watch it, don't watch it. But I like that shouldn't you shouldn't be able to do that. Like you shouldn't be able to. Like review bomb. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. Review bomb. Oh, well, like it, it's mind boggling to me that this person who's never seen it gets this, like they can cancel me out. If I say, if I like give this really long review and I've seen it, I'm really into it. I'm like, yay, this is great. Five stars. And they're like zero stars. F this show that I've never watched. Right. And if but, you but have some random person told me to, to go download it. Yeah. And if you have like five people doing that to the one that is. Uh, saying it's good oh man oh so it drives me crazy the the thing that's interesting to me though is even despite that so it didn't get as good of viewership numbers as dragon show but it did certainly get uh like uh, way more views than a lot of these sites saw like i i had this i got I'm getting this feed from Google, and I it's it's just feeding me a bunch of garbage clickbait nonsense. But one of the nonsense things was, you know, like a person saying, like, oh yeah, like the showrunners are being demoted uh, to to just like writers. Basically, they're just going to be in the writing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to actually, you know, they're going to hire someone else to actually make the show moving forward. And then the this article was continuing that idea of, oh, but they're they're not actually getting demoted yet. They're um that they'll be demoted as soon as the everyone's voted for the Emmys or whatever awards, um, because it will tank their chances of getting it. And so, I mean, this is this is the ultimate like save face, right? Like there, there's a few like pretty dumb Star Wars news channels actually mm-hmm. who who for a long time reported that Kathleen Kennedy was had already been fired, but she was uh just. Uh, staying there as the face of the head of the corporation until her contract expired. And with, after which case, Dave Filoni, uh, it was going to take the whole thing. And John Favreau, they were going to be the co, you know. And it's like the, on and on and on. And then you could see these guys like slowly, like as, as it was apparent that they were just full of crap. Like they started like, you know, kind of backing off from it and trying to put some distance. And I'm like, no, no, no. You said that this was fact. Like, I, I don't know how you have viewership. I don't know how they have anyone who pays attention to them or takes them seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's the same as this website. I, it drives me crazy. Like, it's false. People like, like objectively false. Not just like, you know, politics false, but like, 
they're wrong they they are and this website really it just really felt like that too yeah it's just there's no fact checking going into it or verification process nothing nothing it, it's just totally bonkers to me that mm-hmm. they're that uh, so i mean maybe it's true i i don't know but um the the other articles that i've read from more reputable sources have said that the viewership ratings on you know like the total viewership on the rings of power were like really big not as big not as much as the re- not as big as the dragon show but like right. a legitimate hit like a really big deal which like they Sorry, it just makes me think, like, if that's the case, you wouldn't demote your showrunners. But, yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah. That's like, that's like, like, a car dealership going to their number one sales guy and be like, "Uh, actually, we're just going to make you the receptionist. Like, that makes no sense. Well, why would they stay around if they were going to be embarrassed like that? Yeah. I mean, like that, just being demoted to that degree, like, yeah, I used to run this show. Like, like some new guy comes to the, you know, comes to the writer room and they're like, who are you? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I used to run this show, you know, for for the first season and we're in the fourth season now and I just write now, mm-hmm. you know, like, that, yeah, embarrassing. That... Like, I, I wouldn't, I would just quit. I, I I would have to. Like that would be so shame. Like just demote me to the writers. Uh, maybe that's the truth. Maybe maybe that's what really happened. They're like, well, shoot. Like no one else is going to hire us. We may as well stay on. But I don't know. I I thought it was a pretty enjoyable show. I thought they acquitted themselves fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, right now I'm rewatching the Hobbit show as we as I read the Hobbit with my boys. I'm rewatching it. Um, the movies. Yeah, yeah, the movies yeah. and. There are a lot of issues that I have with the movies, uh, with the Hobbit movies. Like they're they are not nearly as good as the Return of the King or the Lord of the Rings ones. But mm-hmm. uh, that there's some good elements to it. There's some interesting stuff. Um, you know, they didn't need to make that many that many shows. But um, I don't know. Like that, those movies mess with the canon just as much as Rings of Power does. Right. Like they have to that to to turn it into film, it just has to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. It has to like the the return the Lord of the Rings show also messes with the canon in huge ways. And those are, you know, like embraced by all these people. So I don't know. It's just like these people want to sit on their high seats and pretend like they're awesome. Anytime you're adapting something like like a book into because there's just so much room for exploration and description and like deep diving into all of these things in a book versus the time allotted that you have for a movie or a series like the it just does it doesn't it doesn't flow the same way like you have to change things to make it work for that medium it's it's an entirely different medium and it's the same way Mm -hmm. like if you watch a movie versus if you go see that same movie on broadway it's completely it's adapted completely differently because it's a different medium it has to be right oh absolutely and also why do we want a predictable storyline right also like why do uh, i loved that we didn't know who sauron was we didn't know who you know like we weren't sure we we weren't there's certain things that are like well yeah like very clearly um Isildur isn't dead like there, mm-hmm. there are certain things that are like fact but we don't know who the stranger is like there's a lot of gray areas we don't we don't know and I like that as a fan I want to be able to guess and theory craft to figure it out you know mm-hmm. like I don't I don't want to be like oh that's so and so yep oh he does this and then he dies and he does this and then he died like yeah I would like to have to guess a little bit and figure it out I you know people People are dumb, though. I hate people sometimes. <laughs> but it's the same thing with Andor. Like we know how we know what's going to happen at the end of all of this. Like, mm-hmm. We know the outcome, but we're all just like, oh, but like, how do you get there? And like, it's not like we're just along for the ride, even though we know what's going to happen. So we do. We're fancy. Yeah. 
Well, we probably would do this for more than three minutes, but it's it's a whole new recording for us. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm just like yeah, let's talk about things. Apparently, but yeah, <laughs> ratings and, and stuff. Um, oh yeah, and then I don't know if we talked uh, like this is included, but um, we're also not going to do Tales of the Jedi until Andor is over. Right. Because we'll be able to go over all of them. I'm assuming there's going to be a gap after Andor because I don't think there's anything else coming out this year. Oh, actually, there was a new... um, There's a new... It was a surprise for the Disney Plus anniversary. It's like a little short of of a Baby Yoda animation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it's a one-off. So we'll have Bad Batch at the start of the year. I don't know. Maybe we should start doing something like The Boys or something. Mm, the Boys is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. It's filmed in Toronto. 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 No no T's except the first one. You know what I always think of when I hear the word Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. Whatever it is. <laughs> Toronto, um, Toronto, go on. <laughs> is when uh, it's that scene. It's it's such a minor scene, but it's it's where um, C three PO is telling the Ewoks like their story and like trying to recruit the Ewoks in Episode Six. Mm-hmm. And at some time, at some point, he's imitating uh, Imperial walkers, and he goes Toronto, gosh. <laughs> uh, you know, he stops me speaking in the Ewok language, and I always just think of that of that line. Whatever you hear, Toronto. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, my association with it. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a good association. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll do Tales of the Jedi oh. when Andor is done. <laughs> and then maybe we'll do The Boys. I haven't. I actually haven't finished the latest season of The Boys. So if we do that, then that'll give me a, a refresher before I go into the new season. Nice. How many seasons are there? I think this is the third, the third or the fourth. Okay, guys, so let us know what you want from us. If there's another series we should watch uh, instead, let us know in on the Discord server. Go join the Discord server, if you would. Hit that thumbs up button on, the, on YouTube and like and subscribe and do all the awesome things that we need from you and we want from you. And, I mean, we just want to engage, too. So, please, like, the Discord server so we can talk and, yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. You guys can tell us that the boys suck and we should do something else. Right. Um, so I guess we'll go into Andor. All right. Let's talk about, let's have our past selves talk about Andor. <laughs> uh, yeah, they finally did something. Mm-hmm. They finally, they finally did what we needed them to do, which was break out of the factory slash prison whatever you want to call it yeah which was uh so this this is actually i was thinking about this um when i was like oh yeah we need to we need to talk about it obviously and i was kind of just sort of not like replaying the episode in my head but kind of thinking about key points or key moments in the episode and i realized that i was like wow i was i I mean I, i obviously really enjoyed Enjoy the show, so I am paying a ton of attention and everything. But um, I it really felt like for the first time in a, in a few episodes that like Luthen and Mon Mothma and then like all those scenes that we did get in this episode took such a back burner that I actually forgot for a moment that we got those scenes. Like I I was ready to be like, yeah, this whole episode was Cassian, and then I was like, oh no, wait, we actually did have little snippets of. Of these other characters that it's just it felt like such a non-focus part of the episode for me yeah i mean i thought there was actually some more interesting parts of Mm -hmm. of uh those those arcs without taking dominating too much time right yeah because they were so small like and so like quick in the episode that i mean easily the majority of it was with cassian Okay, so let's talk about those ones first, because okay. they they didn't directly relate to Cassian anyways. Um, 
All right, so we didn't get staring guy. Yeah, no staring guy. That's a good point. Uh, we barely got, uh, so we also didn't get any, uh, what's her name? Psycho Lieutenant Girl and Bix. Yeah, Bix. Bix is who Mm-hmm. I was thinking of. Um, and Psycho Lieutenant was on camera, but hardly did anything with it. Right. Um, yeah, no Bix. And then a little bit of Mon Mothma, a little bit of Luthin. Yep, that was basically And that was, it. that was it. So, all right, so Mon Mothma first. It, number one, did you like the criminal guy? And number two, did you, is Mon Mothma going to try to marry her daughter off? Mm. Is she going to pull the trigger? I don't think she is. The No. criminal guy was super skeezy. I, I don't know if I like was, I definitely, when I was watching it, I wasn't like, eh, I don't like you. I was just kind of like, oh, you're a, you're a creepo dude. Like not in a, I, I don't know. I didn't have that immediate, like, I don't like you feeling, but I, I, I don't want to say I was neutral on him. Cause I don't think I was neutral. But I definitely was like, this guy is, he was giving like skeezy vibes. Like kind of like, I really don't know that word. oh man, you don't know skeezy? I mean, you're not making it skeezy <laughs> for me to understand, so. he was give, giving off this vibe of somebody who knows where the line is and like what the rules are and is willing to bend them for his own gain. Oh, And, that's and me. it, <laughs> it isn't, but no, 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 no. But it's like, you're willing to do some questionable things to get your way. Like Okay. some morally corrupt things to, to get your way. Okay, I, I maybe not quite that far then. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm good with bending rules where it makes sense and where it's not going to hurt people. But yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not not gonna not gonna probably go quite that far. So okay, so he's um, sure, yeah, skeezy's probably a good word for him. So he's uh, I kind of liked him. I liked how upfront he was. Yeah, he was he was pretty like blunt and to the point. He did have I, I can't remember what the exact line was, but uh like when when he mentioned like the marrying offer or whatever and Mon Mothman was kinda like, Oh, like it's it almost was like she was taken aback by it and he was he on the other hand was like, Why are you shocked by this? Like this is a normal thing. She's gonna be of age, sort of like <laughs> I he had this whole like, Why are you why is this an issue? Like this is a normal procedure type of thing and it's or process or whatever um I think she's just not a good mom and she is she's appalled at how quickly she was like going to be okay with it mm, so you think it was more like self-reflective I think she, okay, so she has the persona of being a good mom, mm-hmm right? So she is, she wants to make sure everyone knows that. And so I think any threat to her daughter, anything like that would have an immediate, re immediate response of like, no, I'm a good mom. I protect her, you know, get right the hell out of here. When it was, um, uh, but, but that, that's not, that's not the actual truth. And I think, Especially when he was like, that's the only thing you've lied about today. It's the only untruth you've told or whatever. Right. Like, I, I think that that's, I, I thought that was, that was my favorite line probably in the whole thing almost Mhm. uh, was, was he's like, almost looked hurt. He's like, why would you lie to me? You're, you're, you are considering this. Mm mhm. Mm it's it's such a telling line too, both for her character and his cuz he can read her. Or at least he thinks he can, right? Right. Yeah, that's very true. He might not be. She might. She might have a very good poker face. I think she would be okay with it, and I bet I bet that we like uh, Perrin a little bit more after this because he'll be like, "No, hell no! Are you kidding me? Why? Like I've because Perrin knows this guy too, apparently, Mm hmm. apparently." Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, actually, yeah, that's a good point. So he might be the one that's more like. taken aback by it and disgusted and have more of that like volatile not volatile but more of that reaction that you would expect
Yeah, he'll be like, that's crazy, man. Get out of here. Exactly like that. Monotone and all. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> uh, what did what did you like? Yeah, so you, did you? I don't know. So th this is this is my my question now because we were talking <coughs> last last time about how for Mon Mothma to like leave, something would need to happen to. Theoretically, something needs to happen to her family, like parent and her daughter. Um, do you think this guy's going to have something to do with it? Or it's just a plot device for now? I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if this guy is that Uncle Harlow or whatever. Oh, the skeezy guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to be... I just keep trying to find, like, keep name dropping Har Uncle Harlow. Like, I, I just want him to be someone. Yeah, you want to know who he is now. Yeah. Like, is it Luthien? Is it is it uh, this this guy? Mm -hmm. Is it Perrin? That would be. I, that would be. Really. Is nice. it Cassian? No. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah, I. Uh... I, I don't I don't even know who to expect Uncle Har Harlow to be. Well, it'll be kind of a letdown if he's isn't someone. But staring guy is it's like it's like the actor had a bigger arc and then they just like decided to cut it and they're like, well, he's under contract. He has to be on screen a certain amount of you know episodes. So right. it's just like like here you will be staring guy. You'll be staring guy. You'll eat cereal and stare at it. You'll watch. You will watch screens and not eat them, and that'll be that. Oh man! They'll get promoted sometimes. Maybe. Potentially, yeah. Hit on the psycho lady. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah. So, I I think it's spicing up a little bit for Mothra. Maybe it's premature mm -hmm. that she leaves at the end of the season. Um. I actually thought that they were going to have all those uh, prisoners and stuff. I thought all the inmates were going to band together, but it looks like not. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. It looks like they're just all fending for themselves. and. Yeah, so I Which... don't know where they're going with Mothra. I mean, I, I kind of expected that to be the case with the prisoners, though. The every man for himself? Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, it's fine. It, it'll be interesting to see where they take it. Um Okay, so let's do the Luthien arc real quick. Okay. Tell me your tell me your thoughts. I mean it it wasn't that surprising. I think okay, so I I don't know if it's the same actor. I don't know if it's the same person or whatever, the same character, but I, I just keep this guy keeps reminding me of him. And so I, I don't know. I, I keep making connections. Okay, so the mustached guy, the the double agent guy who's in the ISB. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I keep thinking he looks like that ensign who at, in Rogue One is the one who delivers the news to Mothra that, that Rogue One has gone to Scarif. You know, and he's like, Senator, Senator! Like, I don't think he's the same person, but, like, it just oh. keeps... He, call, he Always, he's from the very, very first, he's reminded me of that guy. And maybe not the same person, but when I found out that he was, like, a double agent, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Uh, for a second, at least. That was just my first thought. I didn't even uh, make that connection. Now I want to <laughs> look it up to see if that, if that is the case. Well, I mean, that seems researchable, right? We could find out the actors' names and see. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe, like, one has red hair and one has black hair. I, I don't know. And Ensign seems like a pretty low rank for a guy who's, you know, been in this, you know, central intelligence group or whatever. So the isb so right. i and defected so whatever i i'm probably just making a weird uh, off like doesn't matter connection but you know or doesn't exist connection but uh, i've i've thought that since the start and this almost i was like oh hey it's confirmation and then i realized it's not really confirmation but right he just looks very very oh. similar to that to that character yeah, and then I thought it was interesting to see, like, Luthien is like, man, 
I hate that I have to use my enemy's tactics mm -hmm. to fight my enemy. Yeah, he but he's, he's going to do it anyways. He seems to be getting even with this like it was such a small amount of um screen time for him and like for his like storyline and his arc it seems like it was a big progression and seeing more of what exactly he is up to and you know because he's not just going around and, and meeting up with rebels and stuff like now he's like he's meeting with the double agent like this is a pretty big thing well, yeah, and the fact that he's going to keep the double agent and sacrifice 50 men. Mm -hmm. It's pretty big. Yeah, like Saw's going to gloat so hard next time he sees him. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew I shouldn't have been part of that. Uh, I, I mean, it also just shows, like, how serious they're already taking this rebellion and informing the rebellion that they are like, yeah, this is what... This is what needs to happen. These, right. the, all of these men can be sacrificed. Right. E even, even this early on, they're like, well, 50 men are expendable. Right. Exactly. For, for the, you know, for the greater good, quote unquote. Right. Well, it, it's almost like he's holding this guy's daughter as ransom in a way. Like yeah. He's almost extorting him. Like it, it's pretty dirty. He's just like, yeah, like. I noticed that your daughter is such and such, you know, she's, she's looking good or looking healthy or whatever. Not like in like, not in that creepy of a way, but it, you know, it's like the guy it, clearly doesn't appreciate him checking up on him. It's his family. It's in a, like, it has like a little bit of a dark streak to it. It's manipulative. Right. right. Well, it's, it kind of implies like she doesn't always have to be doing well. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah. Terrible thing to imply. Yeah, the guy's like, I gotta go. I gotta be out. I'm done. And he's like, no, we're keeping you. No option. Goodbye. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... I, I, I feel weird saying that it's cutthroat, but it felt... Uh, not. I not mean, the, he is. It that, is cutthroat. That, that's what I mean is not necessarily, like, the scene in particular, but it, it really feels like you see Luthen more as a more cutthroat type person. Right. So. I mean, he's already like going to murder Andor. And <laughs> I mean, he, he's already pretty cutthroat. He has to be, right. I, you know, he's like, yeah, we've got to just like keep, keep getting new laws in place that hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, he wants this. He wants people to get so annoyed with the Empire that they actually do something. Yeah, th that's what he said. What was it, two two episodes ago or something? Like that? Yeah. Something along those lines of, like, nothing breeds a rebellion more than oppression or something along. I don't I don't remember the exact words, but that, that's oh, it's, exactly it's something, it. something, something like that. Yeah, so just an interesting thing like the guy who started it all started the ball rolling and everyone like he's he's like doing the same thing emperor palpatine did which is such a uh brutal correlation yeah yeah it's i mean he, he had he had emperor palpatine vibes this time though too like he's mm -hmm. he's like kind of far away like kind of in the yeah. shadows a little bit and he's kind of older he's he kind of looks a little bit like like palpatine anyways just a little bit right that's you a, know like that's a really good correlation it, yeah yeah kind of fun thanks so so yeah that's um they, they have a lot to wrap up for the rest of the season it's two do. more episodes they uh, do um, especially with these like smaller storylines. Cause I think now with Cassian, you're like, okay, he's out, he's free, not free, but they obviously broke out of the jail. Yeah. So you want to talk about that arc? Is there, are there yeah. any other small arcs? Um, <coughs> oh, I there, don't was think... a, there was a real short arc, uh, on his home planet or not home planet, but the starting planet. Oh yeah, on I actually 
totally forgot. It's... Like almost nothing though. Like I, I can barely like we see um, we see Luthen's uh, spy girl, mm -hmm. um, the one that Cassian tried to hit on. Yeah. Uh, we see I, her for a sec. I can't we remember see her name. The doctor is coming to see his mom. Yeah, his mom's being resistive to it. It, which I guess like I guess they're just showing. I don't want to say like time passing, but like maybe what's going on there. I get yeah, like I they showed some imperial presence there. There's almost nothing there. Like mm -hmm. I so I, I I've been really enjoying the show. So uh, like not not even worried about it. If if they did change things to make it the way it is, that's fine. I I just. I don't know how movie contracts and show contracts work, but I do know that I've watched a lot of shows where certain characters only show up and they have like one line and then they disappear the rest of the show. They're not relevant, but it's like, oh, they have to, they're contractually, like the, the assumption that I make is that they're contractually obligated to be in, mm -hmm. okay, it's a 10 episode season. They have to, like, they the contract says they have to be in eight. So we're not going to use them for the story, but right. they have to be in it. They have to be like on the, on the outside of it. And it just makes me like I've said that about staring guy, and I just wonder if that's the same with like Cassian's mom signed a contract and she just mm -hmm. has to show up in it, or you know, same with same with the stormtroopers killed her family girl or right. whatever. Like some of these characters, it like it almost seemed like it served no purpose at all to show any of that planet at all, like right. nothing. And so it's like maybe they did that just as like a hey contract contract uh fulfilled right um i honestly don't know i know that there you can have clauses in there that even if even if you get cut they still have to pay you um but i don't know about like a must appear type of thing i don't know like maybe i'm just imagining things i just I've seen so many episodes where it's like, oh, that character was in it, but that wasn't actually in it. Right. They didn't actually contribute. Yeah. Like they, they just like, they're like, mm -hmm. I don't know. And then that's like their one line for the whole episode. Mm -hmm. It is also just like, um, instead of coordinating with like extras on set, it is easier to just sometimes give those little scenes to people, actors that you already have as part of the show anyway. Yeah, that's true. Instead of like trying to hire like some random extra help. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so if you need this, just like one random line spoken and it's like Sabine pokes her head in, she's like, that looks pretty sketchy. Right. And then that's it. What a skeezy it. dude. Uh, right. Yeah. Versus, yeah. versus coordinating with extras. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, the, the other point of course being, I know, I don't know what actors feel about, like, I, my, my guess is that all the actors want all the credit for things, like acting credits that they can get, because I know that there's a lot of, like, bigger name actors who, like, they don't actually produce things, but, like, if they're big enough names, mm -hmm. they're like, well, if you want me on your movie, you have to also give me production credit, like, you have to give me a producer credit. Right. You know, so it's, like, produced by the actual producer and, the you know, Brad Pitt or something. Right. You know. Which, actually, uh, Diego Luna is a producer on Andor. Well, well, and my guess is that he's a small enough actor that he actually is helping to produce. The, like, he's actually helping right. with that. But I know that there are some movies it's just like, yeah, he had nothing to do with it. He's just a, got a producer credit, so whatever. Right. You know, Um so my guess is the actors also they're like, yeah, I, I want to say I wanted to say that I sh showed up in twenty episodes of Rebels, at, you know, out of twenty four this season. Like right. instead of instead of just like the twelve that I was vital to, I want I want as many as I can. Right. So to me, it makes sense that it would end up in the contract, but this is all just like nebulous, like me just critical <laughs> thinking about something that it makes a lot of sense here. Mm -hmm. Pointing at my head for those of you just listening. Um, but it, it does not, might not reflect reality. So I don't yeah. know. If someone knows, let us know on our Discord server. I would, I'd be very interested to know what, what the reality is. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you're right. Like That scene doesn't, necess doesn't necessarily need to be in there or add anything, especially to this episode. Right. Um, right. And it's like this episode, 
yeah like it's been really nice and efficient for the most part why just randomly have some shots of that planet yeah i don't know i don't know um okay so do you want to talk about the actual jail bit yeah please massive massive bit i guess the huge portion that was the jail yeah um so did did it meet expectations for you because we we both thought that they were going to break out this next time Mm -hmm. that they had to Mm -hmm. did was it was it epic enough was it exciting enough was it fun like what what did you love what did you what were your thoughts um yeah i think I, i don't think i expected it to be like this crazy action sequence or anything like that because this felt more like a realistic thing like this was a takeover essentially from the prisoners to to the guards like they knew that they had the upper hand they they took advantage of an opportunity and and you know had this takeover happen so i didn't really expect like a like fighting scenes or anything like that um it felt actually so this this whole arc of them escaping out of the prison and everything especially when they were making their way through like the hall like the corridors and the stairways and stuff like that with the blasters and everything felt very much like it belonged in this like spy thriller genre. Yeah, it wasn't like flashy or creepy. Like it was just right. like a bunch of guys doing what they had to do on a practical level to escape. Right, exactly. So it it felt very much like it was in the right moment and in the right genre. It didn't feel out of place. <laughs> oh. um, Cassian just randomly killing guys that were were like out of commission. He's just like, yeah, let's just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Double, yeah, he's just like gotta get tap. my cold. Yeah, I've gotta get my cold-blooded murders in somehow. Uh, um, Body count. But it was even good to see like the imperial officers <laughs> like cowering behind the doorway and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, this is this is fantastic. Like they're just trying to survive. They know that they're outnumbered. They know that they, like there's no point in trying to fight fight this off, kind of thing. Right. Um. Yeah, and then and just see what happens. So it felt honestly the whole thing just felt smooth. And then um you know, they have this like master control area and even even how they interacted there with with those officers and like you know, making sure that the power was cut off and all of these things were happening how they wanted them to happen felt What did you call it? I called it like a master control area. Oh, that's that's exactly what it's called. Okay. So good, good job. I, I was oh. like, oh yeah, yep, yeah, that. And then I was like, wait, I just agreed too fast. What was it? <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's at least the ones that I've worked at. That's mm-hmm. um, that's what they call it, master control. Oh man. Oh. Um. She just pointed at her head. I did just point at my head. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it felt like that that like that was what they needed to do. Like they went in there. It was too late for them to do anything. Like they were clearly trying to figure out what to do. And by the time, um, not Luther, Andy Circus's character, I can't remember his name. By the time he got there, you can just call him Gollum. Gollum. (laughs) Uh, By the time he got there and Cassian, like it was very much a you're gonna do what we tell you, and here here's the proof that we're not messing around and just killing killing the one guy. yeah, and that felt like it was the right logical pathway for the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked the whole the whole outbreak thing, and then it also had that like every man for himself mentality because you could see them like going through the quarters when they were running after his his speech into the mm-hmm. whatever. PA but, system. but also every man for each other, like he. Mm-hmm. they were helping each other up and stuff they're boosting each other right so they're helping each other up but then some of these guys are also falling and like you know not getting trampled but they're they're stuck underneath these the feet mm-hmm. right um yeah so they it was exactly that i was like a little bit of both what did you think of his his speech <clears throat> oh I, I loved it man um 
And then I, I want to go watch it again now mm-hmm. that I realize the whole time he knew he wasn't getting out. Oh, man. That that was heartbreaking at the end. Well, and I wanted Cassian to come up with a, with a solution or at least a... Uh, the, okay, the only criticism I have, <clears throat> honestly, of this show mm-hmm. is, or of, of this episode, is I like characters to make hard decisions. Right. And Cassian got his hard decision stolen from him by someone knocking him off the edge. Yes, yes. I wanted him to decide to abandon him or decide to help him. Mm-hmm. And even if the guy then got like shot randomly and he couldn't help him, I wanted I wanted Cassian to make that decision. Right. Yeah, because you're right. It did get taken away because he just gets gets pushed off the ledge. Right. Like it, it's it's too easy for him, and that's you know one of the reasons I love Brandon Sanderson as a, as an author, which is a total uh, tangent. But like he always makes his characters make a decision, and then once he make they make a decision, then things go to hell, and sometimes that decision doesn't mean mean anything, but it does mean something to them because they've made it. They mm-hmm. were going to. They've decided they're going to do something, right. and that 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 part of their character development is there. And so, uh, you know, I've always admired that. He's like, "All right, I made my decision," and then like, the decision's taken away from him, anyways. But at least he, mm-hmm. you know, I I like that uh, in terms of character development, and I feel like that was a kind of missed opportunity because we'd look at, we'd look at Cassian differently, right? If he was like. Sorry, I gotta go and just like peaced out. Totally, yeah, you're absolutely right. We would. Um, oh man, that but that like once once that happened, I, I was like, I am so unbelievably sad right now. Mm-hmm. It it was really uh, it was really yeah. heartbreaking to watch um, because that was when I think that was when I realized that like because I was. Not that I was on the fence about his character, but you were kind of like this whole time, like, is he going to screw them over? Is he not going to screw them over? What's going to happen to you at the end here? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you're like, oh, and it hits you and you're like, I actually, I was rooting for you. I didn't realize I was, but I was. Well, he's been looking forward to getting home. He's like, that's the first thing he says to Cassian. He's like, I only have 200 something days left. Like, you're not going to mess that up for me. Right. Oh man, so that was especially. I think it hit even harder after his his speech, though. Oh, it totally did. I and he was just looking there. He's like, and that's what freedom looks like for everyone else, but I can't swim. Right. Uh, you got to I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would like it uh, because I'm a strong. I'm a strong swimmer. I've always take you know. My parents always put me in swimming lessons and stuff like. Mm-hmm. I can't quite, I don't, I don't have the fear of the water. Like I, I would be fine to swim that distance. Like if everyone else can do it, I can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I could probably do it faster because I'm way better now. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, it, in reality though, yeah, like I, um, I don't know, like if you can't swim, are you afraid? You, like are you enough to just like let the Imperials get you or... Well, does it make a run for it anyways and potentially drown? So this is my my question is what happens to those who don't who don't, you know, swim? Like what happens to Andy Circus because I, I don't think they're going to let you live after this. Well, after he gave him his name and told everyone to get out of there, like he's dead. He's D-E-D dead. Right. Or maybe he's tortured first, but yeah, he's he's a gunner. So in that case, like, does it make sense to hang behind if that's probably what your fate is? Or does it make sense to try and swim? I don't know. I mean, but like the survivalist in me wants to be like, yeah, you, you try and maybe you probably die. Really, mm-hmm. if if you're wearing clothes and you know, like it's a big drop, like you probably don't even make it to the surface. But I don't know. There's there's a certain amount of logic to swimming as well. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like a grown man could figure out how to kind of get through the water. But that, again, that's from from the youngest age. I knew how I've known how to swim, so right. I, it's very very difficult for me to put myself in that position. Right. Yeah, I I just. 
because I was I was wondering that like when when you see him hang back there after casting goes over, you're just like, so does he die now? Like, are they gonna kill him? Because at some point, all of the prisoners are going to stop, you know, running out, running out, right? Like, eventually, there's not going to be anyone left unless people like right. died along the way, kind of thing. Um, so at some point, the Imperial Guards are going to come out from behind their doorways. Right. And now you're not overpowering them because it, you're not you're not outnumbering them anymore. Do you think we see him again? Oh, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where. You kind of hope you do because you want like that closure on his fate. But you also kind of hope you don't because I feel like yeah. it's not going to be a good fate. <laughs> right. Well, like he's not in Rogue One, right? So that's true. Yeah. So Cassian and uh, what's his name are chilling with each other. Melshi. Yeah, Melshi, yeah. Yeah. So um, Rogue One. Yeah. I, I, I mean. I don't know if we do see him again. I don't think we will. Nah. Unless unless they like turn him. Like maybe they torture him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the way they link the prison break to Andor, to Cassian. Hmm. They have him uh listen to the aliens screaming or whatever. Could uh, man. Could be. But I don't know. I, I still don't I don't think we'll see him. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hope we don't. Cause I don't I, like you said, like I don't, I don't think there's anything happy to be seen. Yeah, and this this show is pretty uh, hardcore realism on realism. In turn, you know, within the confines of Star Wars, of course, like right. But you know, there's still there's still sound in space. That's fine. <laughs> there is. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I liked how they shorted out the floor with the water. That mm. was awesome. Yeah, I did like that too. Uh, I was wondering what they were doing at first, and then and then I realized it. Um, but I thought it was all very. It, it it honestly just all felt clever. Right. Well, I like the Cassian and, and uh, Gollum's talk at, at, right at the very start before they go into their barracks, and um, he's like, "We have to." You know, like we we have to like do this or, or we're just screwed anyways. Like we may as well fight. Yeah. I, I liked that he used Cassian's like impassioned speech, like his language. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'd rather die fighting them than die doing what they want me to do or whatever it was. Right. Like he used that as, as like the impetus, like the start of his speech. And then he came up with more eloquent stuff, but like he needed a jump starter and he just used what inspiration he could. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just like the heart of the, the prisoners just like throwing everything at the guards and just, uh, you know, trying to, to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was honestly like seeing us, a switch flip all of a sudden. I mean, uh, and that's the thing, like you give, you give a desperate man a chance and he's going to take it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I feel like they portrayed that really well. Yeah. Well, well like what, what choice do you have? It's like you either escape or you just are enslaved forever right exactly and if and and right now you can escape you're probably not going to be able to escape later right and i mean if you've got people telling you that those are your two options which one are you picking right i mean most people find it within themselves to to do something you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah I, it was exciting though. Actually, I, this is the first time I really noticed the music that much. Um, but mm-hmm. they they really built it up with with the music as well. Just like 
I was like, yeah, this is like I, I was I was kind of hyped for it. And it, yeah. it, it all it was it was a pretty good payoff. And then it was so sad. Just yeah, he's um he can't swim. Like he did that. I, I mean, it's it's like you know, in, in the old legends material. Do you do you know um do you know anything about the fate of any of the characters in the old Star Wars EU? Like, no. you know how like Chewbacca dies, for instance? No. So they bring a like a I mean I, I won't get like the whole synopsis, but essentially like an entire moon is pulled onto the planet that he's in. Oh. On and uh like so his last act of defiance, he's like roaring and just screaming at it and raising his fist to, you know, before he dies. And it's like, what what are you gonna do when you die? Are you gonna do that? Mm-hmm. Or are you gonna just go out with a whimper, you know? Right. Like one last act of defiance, and that's I feel like that's what Andy Circus did with his character. He was just like, All right, I have to make it, I have to like flip that switch mentally that I'm dead already. I I can't actually escape. Right. I'm gonna give him the finger though, the whole way down. Like Man. Yeah, it's it yeah, I agree. I think it was it, exactly that and then i also really enjoyed at the very end like after after um cassian got pulled over and everything you had this aerial shot of the of the prison and you could see all of the on the like on multiple sides of the of it the prisoners swimming oh right right yep um they're all swimming and then also, like the very last shot, like so they're on land with Melshi, and you can see in the background all of like the patrol uh, mm-hmm. vehicles and copters or whatever they, they're called. Yeah, it's like the the Imperials or the reinforcements have arrived and they're trying to sweep it up. Yeah, it's going to be. I think the last two episodes are going to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, this it's going to be. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's going to die? Number one likely person to die. Who's oh, gonna man. Die? I don't know. Maybe it'll be skeezy criminal, dude. Hmm. Well, I doubt it. I'm thinking Maybe. of who, like, main character-wise, of who's left. So you got... Um, obviously Cassian isn't going to die. Melshi's not going to die. Mothma's not going to die. Like the only ones that are protected though, really. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think Luthen's making it to season two. Okay. I don't know. I, I feel like he is. I feel like he's got some more, uh, more stirring up to do to cause more of a rebellion. I uh, so he has to connect Mothra and Saw. So yes. until he does that, I don't, I don't think. I think that that's his last use, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the most likely character to die is probably Luthen. Frankly, yeah, that's what my thought is, or like Cassian's mom, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, or B- like Bix. Bix is confirmed for season two, so I don't think. Oh so. yeah, that's right. She is. Sorry. Um, staring guy can die. I don't really care. <laughs> staring guy. Um. Oh, I just totally lost my train of thought on who else could possibly die. <laughs> oh, um. Mothma. So Perrin and and Mothma's daughter. Die. They could theoretically. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would bet that they're gonna die eventually, or Perrin just like flees with his daughter and ditches Mothra. Mm-hmm. Especially once he finds out about that proposition. Yeah, maybe Val dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see I could see Val dying, sadly. Yeah, I guess I don't care that much. Not that I'm, like, sad about her dying. I feel like her character could have more potential. Maybe, yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, two more episodes to go, and then we'll talk about uh, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But then Sarah will have rewatched the Dooku and actually uh, learned anything about it. Correct. Probably. Um, have they have they said the last two episodes? I assume that they're going to be the same length. They're not doing something like where the last one is extra long or something like that. I haven't seen. I'm just curious. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the last one was uh, an hour or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Like a tiny bit longer. Yeah, not nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm um cool well i guess i don't know i don't really have anything else to add about this episode other than i highly enjoyed it and it felt like it fit the genre the most so far yeah it it fit that tempo was good Mm -hmm. i'm glad they're out of prison um i did think that it was uh, i just one moment of one flash of like oh these these uniforms uh the prison uniforms look uh vaguely bb8-esque (laughs) <laughs> they do that is very true all the coloration and some of the markings and stuff i was mm-hmm. like oh this is a little bb8-ish mm-hmm. i'm not mad about it yeah good yeah save your rage for something else uh, uh oh, i'm sure you'll find some i mean you you don't forgive so i don't I think we were talking about that in our other show, yeah. actually. People don't have context. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else? I, I personally don't. No, man. I think it's over. All right. That's it. That's all. Until next week. Yeah, guys. See you next week.